I feel like I'm about to get roasted on the show tonight. I lost a bet to Mr. Brown. Baseball playoffs are very, very exciting. The NFL's back once again, even though we got COVID issues. And is anyone watching the NBA Finals? The stats say no. This is the We Don't Know Sports Podcast. Stay tuned. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to the We Don't Know Sports Podcast. This is Chad the Mark with... Mr. Brown, a.k.a. Tomahawk Chop. Shut up. Canadian Biggie. <laughs> oh. uh, let's just get it out of the way. So, as a Atlanta Braves fan, Mr. Brown, and me, being a Cincinnati Reds fan, we were very excited about baseball playoffs, and somehow the Reds ended up drawing the Braves in the first round in the wild card in the best of three, and I had a prediction that the series wouldn't go longer than two games. That was correct. I feel like I should win something for that. But the Cincinnati Reds decided not to hit the baseball at all this weekend or this week. I don't know. It's not the weekend. Whatever. It's two games. It's done. You broke and records. 22 I, innings, no runs. The wrong kind of records to break. I lost a bet. Yeah. you it was, With uh, emphatic. Emphatically lost a bet. Yes. And in addition to that, I also – have created an issue for other people that lost a bet with you, or now they have to put this crappy picture of uh, the Calvin and Hobbes guy pissing on the Reds logo is on all their social media profiles. Yeah, you said you didn't win anything, but you did win a new profile pick. So uh, for a week, at least a dozen people did. This is I feel like I'm responsible because I, I created the opposite because I was just certain the Braves were going to be the one, and I knew how bad it would hurt you if you had to rock that for a week. No, it would have killed me. Like I had to get over the 10-inning the uh, game last year against the Cardinals and, and the Braves, and I didn't want to talk to nobody for like two days. I locked myself in my room for two days, wouldn't speak to nobody. So you know how I get. I know. But I was wanting to take advantage of that. The point is, I understand the passion of playoff baseball, so I was trying to like be nice about it before you had to go and say, now, Mr. Brown, I want you to bring it on the podcast night because I know you how know, you get. when the Reds knock out the Braves in two games, you still got to bring it. And I'm like, all right, well, then here we are. He got a little too cocky, as, is, as did Trevor Bauer. Look, now he's at home. He's going to get paid, though. <laughs> Trevor Bauer had a hell of a game. Yeah, not good enough. <laughs> it was good enough. It had to be negative. <laughs> Being a Reds fan he in that to bat. <laughs> 13 inning scoreless game had to be like passing a kidney stone. How many times do you have guys on base and you just couldn't finish the deal? Uh, three times. I mean, I mean the let's bases be real though. Loaded. He's no Jack Morris. He should have went 10 innings. Uh, I mean, he could. Maybe if he would have went 13, we might that's have true. I don't know. Yeah, that's true too. I, I'm just telling you, I'm. I'm disheartened, disfranchised, whatever you want to say. I'm beside myself because, you know, now I have nothing else in sports to look forward to. The Reds are out of the playoffs. My Bengals are pretty much, you know, still rebuilding. Hey, you got a tie last week. I mean, I'll take that. That's the highlight of my sports week is a team tied, and I can hang my hat on that. I mean, it's so bad, though. It was the Eagles, right? It was Mr. Glass and the Eagles. Eagles, Bengals, like two garbage teams. One's got to win, right? Wrong. No. Uh, we're going to make everyone suffer. It's so bad. It is so bad. So, like, they don't want to keep hearing about the, my Braves doing their thing. And, and you know, believe me, I love to keep talking about it. But how about let's talk about what else is going on in Major League Baseball. Well, before we do, let, let me at least flip the script and say, while my Reds may not have been 
to hold up. They may not have done what they should have done. They they shit the bed, all right? But you know what? You two shit the bed when it came to our fantasy playoffs. And Chad the Mark here just walking out of the man cave tonight with a hefty, hefty wad of cash in his pocket because he won. So at least I have that. I mean, it was a charity case. I mean, I charity felt bad case. for you. You know, I, you didn't I, even make the finals. I knew the outcome, but yeah, everybody kept talking about me, even though I wasn't even in the finals. So it shows you right there. So get ready, because bitch. you know what, you talk so much crap. No, all I, nothing year like long. Chad the Mark. It, mine was mild compared to yours. Shut up. You didn't go to <laughs> Chad the Mark levels for talking shit, but you went a lot higher than you typically do. I did not win it, but. I, I was in the finals. I'll take that as a moral victory. And Chad needs to learn how to count before next year because I don't think he's winning. Uh, I, I think um, I, I've come to this moment of clarity where apparently I don't realize the level of trash talk I omit sometimes because I felt like I was pretty mild. But you guys are raining down on me like it's just something terrible. Yeah, you do it. Just That's your thing. You just spew out garbage. It comes out of your mouth like constantly. So we're used to it, and as are you. But I'll say this, I took everybody too lightly, and we drafted during non-COVID circuit. Well, I had COVID and draft. COVID just started, <laughs> and we're thankful we're doing a full season, so then we had a seven-week sprint. And Here we are. the excuses start no, now. It's, it's not, I just, I'm stating facts. It's a seven-week sprint. Your you ex- won. Your facts are excuses. Okay. <laughs> you going to fact check it? <laughs> seven weeks you won i'm trying to tell you you won all i'm saying is i took everybody lightly i took you lightly so uh i'm ready for next year i don't care so much about the part where you talk about how you took everybody lightly but say that i won again that sounds good i want to say we're gonna double it up and uh, it'd be 500 next year for the winner that would be great i would love to take winner, your money winner again. take all that would be fantastic we have real sports that are actually happening while i, I i'm trying to block out the pain of a postseason loss and, and not scoring a run in two two games, the MLB playoffs Everybody have been pretty good so far. Like, but we have how many teams have already uh, how many teams have already clinched and advanced here as we wow. speak here Thursday evening? AL is settled. Yankees moved on. You got Yankees versus Rays, and you have Athletics versus Astros. Uh, National League. The only team that's moved on so far are Mr. Brown's Braves. Uh, Dodgers. No, they no, they're, they're playing no. tonight. As of right now, no, they that's could it. move that's on it. tonight. That's it. You're correct. Looks like the Cardinals could move on right here. They're in the sixth inning. They're going to beat the Daddies. That's in, that's incredible. How, we were talking about this earlier. How do the Cardinals always manage to do this? Get into the playoffs. Don't look the hottest coming into it. And then all of a sudden, they go on a little bit of a tear. I think that's why everybody hates the freaking Cardinals too. I do hate the Cardinals. What's their manager's name? <laughs> That's why, because he gets in the locker room and he starts dropping that and F-bombs and everything else and gets these guys fired up and gets Yadier Molina, you know. He he gets tattoos back in the locker room. It's crazy. The Cardinals, they don't care about COVID. They're still going to go to the NLCS potentially when they upset the Dodgers. At least I hope so. So who who are next rounds potentially going to be in the NL? We're looking at... Braves versus Cubs Marlins winner, right? That's what we're saying, yeah. Marlins up 1-0, but rain out today. I don't know how that'll play out. Do you have a preference, Mr. Brown? Uh, I don't care. We beat up on the Marlins all year. I'd probably prefer the Cubs. Somebody new to beat up on. And the other one's (laughs) most likely going to be Dodgers-Cardinals. Yeah. And we, I'd love to see the. That's what I was saying. I want to see the Cardinals upset the Dodgers because, you know, the Dodgers do what they do in the playoffs. I just want it to be like a round earlier. Yeah. Now it is what it is. I don't. I don't care who we. At this point, 
and I was giving Chad crap, but I didn't want the Reds because the starting pitching is unmatched. We got past them. I don't feel like there's any team that can throw that type of rotation at us. I think we'll be just fine. So just to verify, the Braves will get the winner of the Marlins-Cubs and the Dodgers. I, I see them moving past the yeah, Brewers. Absolutely. They're, they're probably getting the Cardinals here if things hold yeah. up the way it is. It's 5-2 to two in the sixth inning. Now, the AL, you got you got Tampa Bay and the Yankees and then the Astros and the A's. Yep. Now, there's no fans, but I believe the Astros and the A's, aren't they playing in Dodger Stadium? Yeah, they're playing in L.A. and uh, The Astros returning to the scene of the crime. The other series in San Diego, the, the, it's weird that there's two series, neither one was being played in either team's home ballpark. No, it's not. I, I get they're trying to do a bubble, but I, I don't even understand why. Like, we've kind of handled the COVID thing after the initial bumps in the road. Like, just play it at the home ballpark. I agree with that. I mean, like, why are you doing the bubble now? I guess because they like they don't want to get this far and be like, you could have done more if something happens, I guess. It's got to be what it is. Uh, I, I, I think, think it's it is stupid. what it is. You got through the Marlins and the Cardinals missing half the year or half the month to start the season. They are both in the playoffs now. Just roll with what you're doing. Now, now, who's your predictions? You guys, I, I did not, but you guys both filled out a MLB bracket for the chance of $100,000. Who did you have in the World Series? Well, I've already lost as soon as the Padres are out here because I had them winning the <laughs> wow. National League. I wouldn't have done that. Hey, I like Fernando. I actually had the Padres as well. Really? And uh, the Padres versus the Rays. Why were you guys so high on the Padres? I, did, I didn't realize the Padres staff was like both out of this first series. Oh, yeah, it was banged up incredibly. I knew Clevenger had the issue, but I didn't know Lament was also going to be out. They had them both on the roster, though, right? No. Uh, Clevenger, Clevenger was. wasn't. Yeah, Clevenger wasn't. Lament was, but he wasn't going to pitch in the series. I mean, the sexy pick was the Dodgers' raise, I guess. You know, you could throw the Yankees in there because they're, they're peaking at the right time, but I just couldn't – Picked the Dodgers. I was like, man, the, the Padres for a while there were rolling. Yep. I thought they'd kind of get their mojo back and roll through it. If I was a smart man, I would have said Braves and Rays, but, you know, I'm not. I didn't, <laughs> yeah. want, I didn't want jinx You didn't it. want to jinx it. That's why I didn't even do a bracket because I was like, I feel like the Reds will at least win one series here, and they couldn't even score a run. It was terrible. Where is Bob Euchre calling a game when you need him? How many hits do you have, Bob? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Half a dozen in one hand. Uh, Just a bit outside. <laughs> no one's listening anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, so I, I, I'll tell you, I'm I'm kind of high on the Rays. I don't know why. I think it's just the way they pitch, and they, they can hit a little bit. They they kind of like the – Their philosophy, man. It's I like very the Rays different too. than everybody Everything else they do turns to go. It's amazing. They're like, they, they, they get more with less than any team. They're the new Billy Bean and Absolutely. Moneyball. And no They've Clans. taken it to that next level. They're the East Coast version. Now they're, And they're playing the Yankees, and this is a team they've seen like multiple times. So like I'm I'm kind of feeling the Rays might take that. They've owned the Yankees I, this I would year. say this. this They have so far, but the Yankees got hot and healthy at the right time. Uh, you're you're this correct. This is – Coming into the playoffs, if you looked at Rays Yanks in the second round, I'd have been all over the Rays. But just seeing how those first couple games played out, Yankees got something, something up their sleeve here. I like the fact that like Garrett Cole signs with the Yankees. You don't know what he's going to do first playoff game. He does that first start, <laughs> thirteen Ks, no walks, second pitcher ever behind Tom. Terrific, Tom Seaver. So I mean, to me, I mean he's right, right ready. He's ready to roll. Yeah, if you think about it, it, typically you'd play another 100 games before you hit the playoffs. A lot of these guys are just getting through their uh, 
first couple of months slump getting in, getting hot. They're in mid-season form here. Yeah. So do you know when, what year and what, what the situation was for Tom Seaver when that happened? I didn't, but I, I saw the comments on our social media. So, so it was, it was 73 against NLCS against your beloved Reds. I wasn't alive then, so yeah. it's okay. Yeah, it's okay. They're still your beloved Tom Reds. Tom Seaver played for the Reds, so I can have a little bit of love for him. No, I know. Is Somebody asked the, me that. They are like, was it when he was with the Reds? I was like, no, it was no, against, it was the, against Reds. the Reds. Is that the last time the Reds uh, were competitive in a playoff series? Uh, no, they've won a World Series since then, so shut up. <laughs> They brought a team full of goggles in 90, and they did their thing. <laughs> Friend of the show, Jake Null, named his dog Sabo. That's right. Much love. Any chance of the Yankees and the Astros match up in the ALCS? I say that's like a 3% chance. I, I don't see you think it the A's are that, that dominant against them? I, I, I don't know how the Astros won in the first round, other than the fact they played the Twins who have that's lost the like only reason. 187 straight playoff games. But I don't see the Astros beating the Athletics in the second round. I like how you always call them the athletics. You're so prim and proper. Yeah, baby. I just want to know if we can get a matchup where Chapman can throw some heat at somebody's head, you know, just to make up for, you know, what happened. What I'd like to see is if they do have the Astros and Yanks, that meme that we had before the season started when Chapman's like, get in there, bitch, you know, talking about El Tuvi. <laughs> I want to see how many guys he just goes out and plunks. The Major League Baseball playoffs have been fantastic so far. We could talk about that for a long time. We've talked about it for over 10 minutes already. Now, the NBA is in the NBA Finals right now. How much did you pay attention to game one? I watched the first quarter. That's all you needed. (laughs) Yeah, I did. The Heat was actually up in the first quarter, and then the Lakers came back and tied the game. And then I I went to bed, actually. Um, But I read today. The ratings, right? 45% 45% below last year's game one. So the ratings have essentially dropped in half. So is this because of COVID or is it because of all kinds of stuff? I think it's the bubble. I think it's social media. I think it's the uh, social justice issues. I think those are all big factors. But one of the other that's the biggest to me is basketball playoffs have never been going up against baseball playoffs and football. It's not the right time of the year unless you're a diehard oh, NBA true, yeah. fan. I would love to know. Like, baseball ratings typically don't wow you. They don't. Like, baseball's got its fan so, base, but I would love to see how they did. Yesterday had eight playoff baseball games on. Oh, it was crazy. Who was watching the NBA Finals? And I, I'm just – I'm not trying to shit on the Finals. I'm just saying – they usually in June. Win. Yeah. Right. You, you go up when there's – the NFL isn't even in a training camp yet. Baseball is in a lull. It's before the all-star break. There's NHL's finish up. You have everything, everybody looking at you. You have a monopoly on the stage. So I didn't even think of that because the NBA has always had that. They're not competing. And when have we ever had a baseball playoff day where it's just noon till 2 a.m. essentially of just nonstop baseball to where our kids are trying to do virtual learning and they can't because the Internet's crashing because we're all streaming five games at once. That's right. It's out of control. It's priorities. (laughs) I was like, this year's going to have to fail, okay? (laughs) Nobody cares about your algebra grade. Yeah. There's a Leave lot it of off your game. resume. <laughs> there are two things about this NBA Finals series that stuck out to me when I, I looked at it. One, Dion Waiters will get a ring either way. What? He's been on both the Heat and the Lakers this year. Or He started the year with the Heat, then he ate a bunch of gummies and passed out on a plane, so he ended up with the Lakers. So regardless of who wins, he gets a championship ring. <laughs> Good for Dion Waiters. And speaking of championship rings, Rajon Rondo's playing – 
point guard starting for the Los Angeles Lakers. Correct. He has a chance. The two most storied franchises in the history of the league are the Celtics and the Lakers. He's got a chance to become the first player in the history of the NBA to win a championship with both franchises. Okay. Well, that's uh, that's something. I don't even know if that matters anymore, the way some of these guys switch teams so often. Well, if it were for other teams, maybe not, but it's the two winningest teams in the history of the sport. Uh, I, I can tell you, like, I, I watched most of the game, and it was a blowout, but I, I'm just – I'm exhausted of the Lakers. Like, and and you can call me a LeBron hater. You can call me a Laker hater. I don't really care. Like, they're and you know what? I, props to them. They played their bigs. Like, they were doing what they could to mess up the game. So, like, uh, Bam Abadayo couldn't play his normal game because now he's matched up against Dwight Howard and Javale McGee and all that. Dwight Howard's going to get a ring finally. That's that's going to be nice for him, but. Man, it was just hard to watch. And I, I'm sorry, but I'll, I'll tell you right now, Anthony Davis is the best player on the Lakers. Oh, yeah, he is. And when you say that, a lot of people who just look at the game without a preference are going to say, yes, he is. If you talk to a LeBron fan, they're just going to tell you you're hating. You look at all the stats throughout the season and the numbers through the playoffs, AD is the best player on the team. Now, did that Morris brother that's on the Lakers actually say what he said? Markeith? Yeah, I don't remember which twin was on there. He said that uh, I know we got LeBron, but I'm telling you right now, AD's the best player in the game. Yep. I don't know if he said that or not, but it sounds accurate. But, I mean, I agree with him. We'll get our crack fact checkers on there. A- AD's legit. Just can he stay healthy? So, I mean. Well, there's one other thing. Scotty Pippen said this a couple days ago watching it, and he said how it's more like pickup basketball, and people are kind of crapping on him trying to say he's hating on LeBron. But the games that I have watched, it is like that. It's not like true playoff basketball where you're going on the road and you're wondering if there's you oh, know, poison in your I told you it looks like and, summer league. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it feels like. No, right. I mean, that's not to take away from winning a title, but it's definitely not the same challenge of going through the playoffs. It might be travel. even more difficult. Don't get me wrong, but like. They don't feel as difficult. At least like when the Spurs won in the strike season, like I get that if you want to put an asterisk on, but I feel like you could really put an asterisk on this one. And, and like, it might be even harder to win it, but everything's just so weird about this season. I don't know. I, I To me, I don't think it is harder to win. And I think there's so much more that goes into the constant travel back and forth dealing with the road crowd and everything that goes into that's that. That's what I'm the momentum, man. Yeah. I mean, granted, the Knicks hadn't been in there, but you can't like <laughs> undersell the fact like Madison Square Garden or even Staples Center or any of these big venues, like the way it influences a game. All just I know the, is Knicks fans energy. are going to yeah. be excited you just mentioned. <laughs> I mean, I just love it because the Big East tournaments, man. You know what I'm saying? Oh, those are the days, but man. But I'm just like, just – it, it changes the game, just the just the energy, the crowd, the the city. Like there, there's an organic energy that occurs when you have all that, yeah. and we we don't have any of that. And like it's crazy because like we were just talking about the baseball playoffs, and like it's still enjoyable to watch. And yeah, there's no crowd except for the Braves outside the stadium. We saw yeah. quite a bit of a crowd there, no which is, which is ridiculous. You can't come in the stadium, but if you all congregate in this one area, it'll be fine. The battery is open, folks. <laughs> But, you know, they, they still have to go to these ballparks. And I guess with baseball, it's a little different because ballparks have some charm and, and character to them. They're all a little different. Some are short parks. Some are big parks. You know, I get all that. The NBA, they're just playing in this freaking, you know, empty arena with the Thunderdome crowd around it's them. Terrible. You know? It's terrible. so bad. Well, that's it. That's why it's pickup summer league basketball. It's They're playing basically might as well be in Vegas. Everybody's on the same court, same surroundings. 
when you go over at the end of the game, a lot of times the crowd is so loud. You're getting into the huddle and you're up like this and you're yelling and guys are pointing. Instead, now it's like, hey, hey, here's what we're going to do. They, sh- they should have uh, did the bubble rucker park. <laughs> now, that <laughs> would have been not, pretty damn right? cool. I'd be watching <laughs> hey, all that. Open air is yeah. safer. Exactly. <laughs> the best part about the bubble in any sport, though, is, man, you get to hear all kinds of bad language on national TV that you would normally get to hear. You never hear it, but now they're just like, sorry, guys, that's the part of being alive and no fans for COVID. (laughs) You're welcome. (laughs) You're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) People act like they don't talk like that. And I know, look, there's people that definitely don't. And and we apologize if you hear that. We apologize if you listen to our podcast. You might get a naughty word here or there. But you know what? Most people really don't care. Yeah, there was one dude on your on 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 the page when you made that red shirt about Joey uh, Votto's quote. Yep, I can't support that. I'm a Christian, so well, and, and like I was simply just quoting what you was just said. quoted what he said. It's what he said, and it, it's not your quote. And he didn't put words in his mouth. I bought that shirt too, and I thought I could rock it with pride. Now I'll probably never wear the damn thing. No, you can wear it. I, how can I? Uh, you're still a nightmare. Uh, you're hitting the nightmare. I'll just, I'll just put the name. I'll just put the name taped out, and I'll just write hey, my own. Just over. put over twenty two is a nightmare. Over twenty two. I hate you, bastard. I don't. I tie that back. I don't know. <laughs> All right. So we've we've definitely gone the gambit on baseball, which you know I'm excited. We're probably going to talk a lot of baseball in the upcoming shows, no doubt. The NBA Finals, we really don't care. We think the Lakers are going to win. I don't know how much we're going to watch. And like Mr. Brown pointed out, what was the drop in viewership? 45%. All right, so that's terrible when you lose half your viewership. So we we are in the midst of the beginning of the football season. And college football really picked up this last weekend because the SEC started playing. But your defending national champions did not look so good. And Mike Leach has officially arrived in the SEC. I love Mike Leach. You come out the first game on the road playing LSU, defending national champion. Your quarterback throws for 600 yards. They interviewed him in the end zone after the game about playing LSU and how did you feel about opening with them with uh, all the time off. And he said, well, we couldn't get the Bengals or the Ravens. or He named like three, four <laughs> NFL teams. None of them would play us. That's fine. We'll play these guys. Just, aw, shucks, whatever. We're going to throw it around. He's going to fit in well. Him and Lane Kiffin in the SEC this year could be interesting. It's definitely interesting, and and I'm excited to see how far the high – because that was my criticism of the SEC is that they don't have those wide-open offenses. You know, they really don't. So I'm curious to see what this does. Isn't it – because when you look at them compared to the Big 12, every offense is wide open. So you're like, well, nobody plays defense. Who is good at defense? The SEC is the complete opposite. So when you have one or two good teams like last year with LSU with Burrow where they just ran it up and down the field – are they really that good offensively, or are they the only good offensive team? Uh, maybe. Well, you mentioned the Big 12. How much of a disaster is the Big 12 right now? Oh, my God. Uh, Oklahoma went down to Kansas State, who lost to uh, the Arkansas School of the Deaf and the Blind. Yep. So, I mean, by transitive property, they're mute, blind, deaf, and dumb. How far did Oklahoma drop? I saw – like, I didn't like, – are they I, out honestly, of the 25? I haven't even paid attention to the polls because – like they just added there's only the like 26 schools. teams playing so like yep. 25 i don't know like uh, it's so are I, they still in the top 25 or I'm you don't sure know they, i'm no, sure they're they still are. in the top 25 they were number loss. three in the country 
and it was 38-35. They were up 35-14 at home. Well, speaking, speaking of the Big 12 Kansas teams State. with big leads, what about Texas Tech and Texas? I saw all the pictures on social media of Texas Tech's quarterback giving with the horns the, down. Yeah, how's well, that not a flag? It was Well, it, it might have been on the sideline. I don't know. But it, it should be a flag. That's you what know? they wanted against WVU. But regardless of that, wasn't it like 56-41? to 41? It was 56-41 with like under two minutes left. Texas goes down, scores, two-point conversion, onside kick, scores again, wins in overtime. They scored 23 points in basically five minutes. I'm going to say it. Texas is back. <laughs> yeah, baby. <laughs> That's what we say every year until they're not. Either way, I'm just glad we have college football we can actually watch, enjoy, and talk about. Now, if we go a couple more weeks down the road and we have the Big Ten and the Pac-12, we can talk about them too. But either way, I saw Ohio State had points in the top 25. I didn't see anything else in the top 25, but I saw Ohio State is back in the rankings, and they've yet to play a game. I think that when you look at a couple of these schools, like Alabama just rolled like they always do. That's Nick Saban. His guys are always going to be prepared. But – Oklahoma, LSU, top five teams expected to roll with no really offseason the way that they built up into it. Typically, you have a month leading into it. You have inter-squad practices, all that kind of stuff. And they start with a couple cupcakes. You start with a conference opponent, even though it might not be a good conference opponent. It's a world of difference between what they're doing at Clemson and Dabo and Nick Saban. It's just, we're ready, we're out there, we'll kill everybody. I have a prediction that Notre Dame may not play at all this year. Why are you leaning that way? Because they can't get out of the COVID bubble. Catholics versus COVID? I, apparently, they don't believe in medication. They just pray it away. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> they can't. They, they, what they say, like somebody threw up at like the team dinner and everybody has COVID now. Grab the rosary. Say a couple <laughs> Hail Marys. <laughs> Our Father, who art in heaven. Oh, they can play the ACC schedule. That's what they get for trying to join the ACC. Now nah, it's terrible. I'm just saying I don't think they're going to play. Let's switch to the NFL. We got our lead pipe stone cold locks of the week coming up. Before we get to that, just week three takeaways. Uh, Russell Wilson is definitely your early season MVP. The Eagles are trash. They don't belong in the league. The Giants and Jets might as well move to Canada. They don't belong in the nation, I guess. Uh, it's just a mess. And then the Cowboys have shown they're able to come back, but they can't pull the trigger. The Falcons have shown that they can't hold a lead to save their life. And Nick Foles' magic is back, baby. Yep. He's back. I don't know that he's back, back. He's like Mariano Rivera, baby. Just bring him off the bench, come out of the bullpen. He's going to get you the W. The thing to me that you bring up Nick Foles and the Bears is – so the Falcons meme that's out there, and it's a ton of different ones about how you only get half the meme now because they only play half the game. Like, <laughs> At what point do they just shut it down for the season? They've been up two weeks in a row. I mean, they're, they're getting ready to shut it down because they've already sent a petition to the league. They want to play you know 20-minute games. Right. Oh, okay. If I mean, that don't just, happen, just they're going to shut up. it down. Can we just See? do a running clock, guys? It would help us. I know there's no fans in the stadiums, but I truly believe if Chick-fil-A served on Sundays, the Falcons would win at home. That's what's holding them back. Yep. I, I like how 28 spicy to, chicken. <laughs> yeah. Hey, spicy a little bit chicken. of pickle. Oh, that's a game changer. Spicy you. chicken deluxe. Oh, yeah. Gotta get that lettuce on there, baby. And the cheese. <laughs> that's right. Pepper Jack. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so it, the, the NFL has done well, but we do have a COVID outbreak with the Tennessee Titans. Your Tennessee Titans, the fighting Mike Rabels that you always refer to. Hey, b before we get into the week four stuff. 
The biggest takeaway I had, you didn't even talk about. Was it the Patriots beating the Raiders? No, I wish. Oh. That was great, though. <laughs> I loved it. The Chiefs, man. Oh, yeah. Ravens. I dominated. In Baltimore. Dominated. I think what happened coming off of that last week where they played the Chargers and they were they didn't look good. down to the end. Didn't look good. It was almost like that typical trap game. They like needed they that wake up the call. Chargers because they came out and you got Patrick Mahomes out there. He's getting married. He's league MVP, Super Bowl having MVP. a baby. He's not just he's, getting married. Maybe he's, he's out babies. there tearing him up. He's, he's having a little more. What's he got? Four hundred and fifty million dollars, and he's lighting him up, and he's counting four. Looks down at his hand four because they ranked him number four in the top one hundred last year. I, I screwed up, man, because I said it would take a loss to the Ravens to wake the Chiefs up. I didn't realize the close game with the Chargers is what woke them up. Yeah, they were like, "Forget that. You're not on our level." I got a big chip on my shoulder. I don't care if I got five hundred million. I'm best player in this league. Get out of here. You Lamar. got the Ravens calling the Chiefs their kryptonite now. Like they're publicly recognizing that's our kryptonite. Like well, that's. The Chiefs shoot themselves in the foot there with a couple turnovers, missed kicks. That game's not even as close as it was. Like, how many games has Lamar Jackson lost to teams not named the Chiefs? Not very many. Like one or two? Yeah. It's something ridiculous, right? He hasn't beat the Chiefs yet. That, that's it. Uh, yeah, everybody else he's done really well against. I think it's like one or two losses outside of the Chiefs. And, yep. and when did he start dating Russell Wilson's ex? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> you need to go to our social media and find We Don't Know Sports, and you'll see what we're talking about. Oh, that's great. Great family photo with <laughs> that Lamar as the baby picture. That picture's never going to die of yeah. Russell Wilson's ex-girlfriend just losing her mind, oh, thinking yeah. that she's Drafting. a made woman. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah. I've made it. So you, yeah. I, I found Ciara. You're gone. <laughs> uh, the the football season's back, so it feels great. I feel like now that we're in mid week three, we're in mid season form. But like I was saying earlier, that the Titans got the issue. I guess they're supposed to play the Steelers this week. That's not happening. As they said, they're going to reschedule for later in the year, but now other teams are having to adjust their bye weeks. But we saw the Vikings don't have any COVID-related issues. So week that's, seven, they're moving it to. I, but then I think the Ravens have to change their bye week now. Uh, it's all kinds of nonsense. So I don't feel like they did much uh, you know, collateral planning for this before the damage happened. Yeah, but the Here, thing is – sorry, Biggie. Go ahead. You, you can't – plan for this NFL like like you can for Major League Baseball. You just can't throw double headers out you don't there. Because you're only playing once a week. So Major League Baseball headers. had the luxury of doing that, whereas NFL can't. And like you're, you're bound to that one week. There's only yeah. so many bye weeks. Well, here's the thing I don't get with what they did with rosters coming into the season. They gave each team like three or four additional uh, practice squad roster spots. So depending on how many Titans have it, and I don't know how many it is, when I first saw it, it was like five total. If you expanded your rosters for this reason, can't you replace those five test up to the game and then play it? Because like you guys are saying, in the NFL, it, you can't play doubleheaders. They you would can't need play. to expand it a lot more, I think. Because what's happening is if if like an offensive lineman gets it, I guarantee you the entire offensive line's got it because they're the ones sitting in the team meetings together. They're around each other more. They're in close contact. Because apparently you're not you're not transmitting the disease when you're playing football because the Vikings have a clean bill of health. It's you know? extracurricular. They probably wish they had COVID because their season's in the shitter right now. They probably wish they were on a respirator. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it would give them a reason to be the dog shit they've been so far. <laughs> Pay the man. They were asymptomatic the first two games. Now it showed up. <laughs> the Vikings have been asymptomatic, but they clearly have COVID. <laughs> The 
There's only one thing left for us to do tonight, or today, or tomorrow, whenever you're listening to the show. Same thing we close out the show every week with, and that's with our NFL Stone Cold Lead Pipe Locks of the Week. Now, before we hit the music, unless we have some sad, somber music, I'll think about adding that later. Mr. Brown, how'd you do last week? I mean, if you're talking about me, go ahead and add the sad, somber music right now. (laughs) Six, I, I didn't do ten. I, I didn't do your uh, Costanza approach, but you might as well have. Like I think you guys are right. I'm gonna be perfectly honest. I got a little too uh, tipsy and started liking <laughs> to make animal noises. Big Timber is <laughs> six and ten. <laughs> I was like, how many animal noises can I make this week? <laughs> like for God's sakes, I took the Jets. It, it was terrible. So that being said, I, I did say last week. That I would pick first this week. Is that what you guys still want to roll with, or do we want to make Mr. Brown pick first since he was so bad? No, I got to follow somebody because now I got to follow. On <laughs> you got somebody yeah. you got to hang on to. Yeah. All right. With that being said, we let's, can, let's mix it up. Let's mix it up. All right. We'll mix it up. I'm going to go first. Hit the music. This is the NFL Week Four Stone Cold Lead Pipe Locks. We're starting off with a Thursday night game that we have not been watching because it's been. Major League baseball. baseball playoff time, so that that's what we're doing. Playoffs, playoffs. However, we do have a barn burner that we talk about the NBA Finals being down fifty percent viewership. How about the Broncos on the road to the Jets, 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 Jets? And we all have already selected this game because we had to do it before it started. The Jets are a one point home dog to the Broncos. We all picked Denver, correct? We did. Yeah, and that meme we posted, it's completely accurate of the hot chicks for Sunday and Monday, and then you had that nasty-ass girl for Thursday Night Football. I, I know, right? Why is Thursday oh. Night Football like this week after week? Rob Schneider's daughters from the grown-up movie? Yes. Uh, yeah. Hey. Hey. <laughs> I was just like, you doing hey. Why? Is it Thursday nights like this? I mean, we, we deserve better. You would think as much money as Fox paid to cover the Thursday night games, they'd get better games. And we'll get to the picks here in a second for the Monday night and the Sunday night game, but it's Philadelphia at San Francisco and Atlanta at Green Bay. That's still better than the Thursday night game. Those aren't diamonds by any you know stretch of the imagination, but they're solid matchups at least. You take Philly, Philadelphia out of them and they don't suck. Hey. Hey. All right, let's move on. All right, the first game on the docket, we have the Arizona Cardinals on the road to the Carolina Panthers. Biggie's reigning, or not reigning, but soon to be reigning MVP, Kyler Murray. 2020 NFL MVP, Kyler Murray. See, this is why I like it when you go first because you can drop that. But I'm just letting you guys know that the Cardinals are a three-point road favorite, and they'll definitely cover that spread against the Panthers. I also have the Cardinals covering, although I will say 1 o'clock early start on the East Coast. Wouldn't be surprised to see a slow start here. Although the Panthers did surprise us last week. Yeah, I don't know what the hell happened there. (laughs) Uh, Mike Davis is going to have a huge week. Huge week. Although it's going to be catching passes because they're down. So it's going to be the Cardinals. All right, so Cardinals, clean sweep across the board. I was waiting for a Panther. And and while we did – I didn't want to hear the growl. While we did mock Mr. Brown for his 6-10 and performance last week, Biggie, you and I both went 9-7. and And, you know, we're only separated by a game in first place. What's my record? Am I still over 500? You're uh, you're still a game over 500. All right, well, fair enough. Yeah, that's a winner, damn it. Winner, winner. Chicken dinner. All right, Baltimore. This is an interesting spread. On the road to the Washington football team where Baltimore is a 13-and-a-half point favorite 
and I'd have a hard time. I know it's a big spread, but I'm taking the Ravens. Yeah, this is one week where it'd be hard for me to not pick the Ravens with the big spread after the way they played Monday. It's going to I mean, we mocked Mr. Brown for taking the Browns to cover a similar spread, so why can't the Ravens do that? That was eight and a half. Still, it's the Browns. This is the Ravens. Uh, I got to go to Ravens. This isn't Mahomes coming out that tunnel. Just, it's that simple. All right, so we've got to bounce back. We haven't separated any here at all, so let's see if we do this it. Only with, two games. This, is, this is a great one. Cleveland on the road to Dallas. Dallas is a four-and-a-half-point favorite. This game is in Dallas. I'm taking Dallas. They have played some pretty good competition so far outside of the Falcons, They, but they did come back and win that game. They almost came back, and they, Biggie, you would have – had a, a good lead in the in the picks if uh, Seattle wouldn't have scored that touchdown and went for two. But either way, Dallas couldn't make the cover last week. Are they going to do it this week? As much as I want to take the Browns on the road at four and a half point dogs, Kareem Hunt may or may not go. He's got a growing injury. I hate the Cowboys. They screwed me last week. I can't take them. I'm taking the Browns. Oh, my. You just said as much as you don't want to take the Browns. Did you get my best lead course over there? Oh. Not so fast. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> I feel like this spread could be six and a half for the boys, and I would take them. So, so you're, you're going down. Yeah, I don't – four and a half's way too low. All right, so we're already at the gate with our first lone wolf, Biggie, taking the Browns. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> I don't know how excited I am to hear that, but we'll keep moving on. The Colts on the road against a new team. The Chicago Bears led by the one and only Nick Foles. 3-0, but Chicago Bears. <laughs> they Amazingly so, despite the fighting Trubiskys. They are at home, and they're a two-and-a-half-point dog against the Colts. So the Colts um, oh, you want to go first? Are we mixing it up? We mix it up. All right, go ahead. The Colts are a two-and-a-half-point dog or a two-and-a-half-point favorite on the road? No, the Colts are a two-and-a-half-point favorite. The Bears are a two-and-a-half-point home favorite dog. on the road. I'll take them. Bears are dog shit. I don't care who's playing quarterback. They're lucky to be 3-0. and Worst 3-0 and team in the league. All right, I, I hear you. He's taking the Colts. You want to go? I like the Foles magic, baby. Chad tried to jump in on it. And plus, the Bears are three and zero. The Colts, the Colts are terrible. If Nick Foles is at quarterback, you already know who he's taking. I already wrote it down, baby. I'm taking big, thick Nick. Yeah, I'm, I'm taking Bears as well. Uh, and the Colts honestly haven't looked that impressive. Marlon Mack's now out for the year, so they got some limited depth at running back. I, I just don't don't believe in the Colts as strongly as you do, but you do love the Colts, don't you? Yeah, and all of Bill River 17 kids. <laughs> all right. <laughs> 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 Sounds like you're coming up lame there, Biggs. Pull the growing. We need to put him down. <laughs> Turn him into glue. <laughs> Take him to the farm. Ugh, all right, yeah. the Jaguars are on the road to the Queen City of Ohio, Cincinnati, where the Bengals are three-point home favorites. The Bengals have not failed me yet so far this year, so once again, I'm riding with my squad and taking the Bengals to cover three against the Jags. I am also riding with the Joe Burrow Cincinnati Bengals. I love it. What's the spread of home? Three. Against the Minshew fighting mustaches? Correct. You tied last week. Wait, Biggie and I tied. Are no, you talking about the Bengals? The Bengals. Yes. But here's the thing. That's they a win. tied, but they didn't lose if you no, took them to I'm cover. Just saying, I'm just saying. That's they're both, a win. Them and the Eagles are both dumpster fives. 
Ah, Who's a bigger dumpster fire? One's trying to act like they're a real team. The other one's just starting. Uh, I agree with you. I have to give you that. I got to go Bengals, I guess. All right. I'm not not, not happy about it, but I'll go Bengals. Hey, so far, the Bengals have done well against the spread this year. We'll just say that. So that's not a bad pick. So the Chargers are on the road to Tampa Bay where the Bucks are a seven-point favorite. And I don't want to go first on this one since you are the Patriots fan. Can I go and you, first? You want to go first? Yeah, absolutely. No. Bucks. Just like that. Seven. No explanation Bucks. reason why. Gronk won't score, but Bucks. <laughs> we know that. <laughs> O.J. Howard, though. Maybe. Tampa Bay. Of course. Tampa. You know, I picked Tampa not to make the playoffs, and here I am yet again picking the Bucks to cover the spread. I'm hoping the schedule gets worse for him. I just don't. The Chargers, that abomination against the Chiefs, I think it was a one-week thing. Fair we'll enough. We'll see. We're riding with Herbert again. Maybe he'll look a little bit better. Yeah. Tampa Bay defense is pretty good. Come on, man. You have high hopes with Herbert here. You picked him up and everything for fantasy purposes. Yeah. And he'll Did play he really? well. He'll yeah. put up numbers. All right. All right. Moving on to a team that is not canceling their game this weekend. The Vikings are COVID clear from all indications. They're going on the road against the Houston Texans, who have had the worst – schedule to start the season uh, playing the Chiefs, the Ravens and the Steelers in three consecutive weeks the Houston Texans however are four (laughs) point home favorite and I have to ride with the Texans because the Vikings have done nothing to convince me that they're even going to come close to winning this game. The Vikings only wish they had COVID. It'd be a reason not to show up for a week (laughs) or maybe two weeks Uh, here's the thing I'm going to do this, and I'm going to regret it on Sunday. He's going to take the Vikings. I am taking the Purple down, People no. Eaters with the points on the road. Because they got to win sometime. Padres took the lead. Sorry, guys. Oh, wow. I agree the Texans have played a horrible schedule at this point. At the same time, their coaching staff, led by Bill O'Brien, looks like freaking just a bunch of idiots. <laughs> I don't know what they're doing. Yeah. Give me the Vikings. So are you following him or are you following me? I'm going Vikings. Wow. So I'm the one. What does a Texan do? (laughs) Get along, little doggy. That's what we said last week. Get get along, little Uh, doggy. I just popped in my head, man. That's the big Timbers talking. That's okay. It's still talking this week. We'll move on to Nolans on the road to Detroit. Detroit's been interesting so far. And they've announced. They they say AD is their, their. you know, go feature back going forward, I what? guess. Yeah. AP. Yeah. They call him AD all day. That, that's He's their guy now? Yeah. That's what they said this week. Oh, wow. Cool. So Six and a half projected. Cool. It's, uh, it's a, a plus four for the, the Lions. So the Saints are favored by four. This is a really hard one for me because the Saints really screwed me the past couple weeks. And just because of that, I have to take the Lions for some reason. And that's a horrible pick, but Mr. Brown. Uh, I'm going to take the Saints and Drew Brees. Like, I'm, I'm going to say this. Everybody's worried about when's it go. Yeah, Tom Brady, we've talked about it. When 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 are you just over the hill? Yeah, all of a sudden you just can't play Drew anymore. Brees. Drew Brees has looked more like that guy than Tom Brady this year. Um, but he has a better supporting cast. So I still think the Saints cover, but Drew's not the guy we thought he would be. Yeah, I think Detroit's bad enough for the Saints to cover with Drew Brees obviously showing his age. And, hey, by the way, Mr. Saints are winning the damn division. Now it's <laughs> not a month into the season. You can't even pick them to cover against the freaking Detroit Lions. Hey, look, preseason predictions right. are one thing. Right. It's but four what points. I'm to beat you guys at Vegas odds is another thing. I can't help it. It's what they give me. 
and I'll give you the lone line. <laughs> you should have the lion off Wizard of Oz. I could have, and you could start playing Dark Side of the Moon at the same time, and we'd all go on a mind trip. How about that? Oh, wow. <laughs> Hello. Is there anybody, anybody in there? It's not if you can, can hear me. me. Is there anyone at all? Oh, that's enough. <laughs> Moving on. All right. How about the Seattle Seahawks with the real MVP, not the prognosticated MVP, the fighting Russell Wilsons against the Dolphins, the Seahawks on the road. I believe it's an early start time in Miami, and Seattle is still a six-and-a-half-point favorite. I'm taking the Hawks all day long, not even thinking twice about it. I'm going Hawks. And when you said six and a half, I was like, Ugh. I thought it was going to be like 10. I agree. I'm on the Hawks. If it had been a larger spread, I would have maybe went because Miami looked uh, a little more competitive last couple weeks. To me, this is an easy cover for so, Seattle. Only question I got for both of you, do we see two of this week or no? No, it's too early. Nah, Fitzpatrick early. isn't playing horrible. No, it's not his fault. And they just won last week. Yeah. I mean, well, but they didn't play the with no off season. You got to give him a good six, eight weeks in the system before you just. Throw I don't know how there. that hip's feeling. You know what I mean? You don't want to rush that. Now, I got him sitting on the bottom of my fantasy roster. Just that, that's a wasted spot. Just I don't get care. rid of him. It's, a, it's the freaking him. dolphin. You're only saying that because you want it. I don't want that crap. You want him, damn it! I, I got my homes. I don't even. We're trying that. to trick me with your Jedi mind tricks. Just drop him. All right, how about the Giants, the G-Men, on the road? This is a great spread against the Rams. The Rams at home are a 12-and-a-half-point favorite against the Giants. Mr. Brown, how about you go first? I don't have much to say about it, but I'm going to go Rams. Yeah, they're going to cover the 12-and-a-half. This is a huge spread. This is like a Thanksgiving spread. I can't (laughs) believe that the Giants are a two-touchdown dog. To a team that was Come down high. three scores last week, almost fell apart. Uh, having said that, I'm taking the Rams. Aaron Donald. I was hoping that only Mr. Brown would take the Rams, but I'd already written down that I was taking the Rams, and he took the Rams, so we don't get a Ram sound this week, and that makes me sad. But there's no way the Giants are coming within 20 points of this team, right? No. I mean, look at how bad they looked last week against San Francisco. Like, San Francisco was missing like 17 I know, starters. Right? I feel like 12 and a half is low. Like this is, they're terrible. Yeah. Uh, all right. How, all right. Biggie gets to go first on this one, just because we get a marquee matchup. This is a four o'clock game. The New England Patriots on the road to Arrowhead, where I don't know if they're allowing fans in there or not after their last COVID outbreak. But the Chiefs are a six and a half point home favorite. Do you know the last time the Patriots lost a game in the month of November? Well, 2017. It's, it's not November, Carolina so who cares? Panthers. October. Uh, Halloween. <laughs> ah, God damn it. Uh, <laughs> You've been watching too many Subway commercials of Bill Belichick, which is really weird. So talk also. to us. What's going to happen here? It's been three years since they lost a game in the month of October. So Cam Newton beat him with the Carolina Panthers, 33-30, on the road, tight game, competitive. I'm taking the Patriots to cover the six and a half, but I do think they'll lose the game. He can't pick against them. I'm going Chiefs. I'm also taking Chiefs, so give us an O Canada again or something. The British are coming. (laughs) (laughs) One is by land, two is by sea. (laughs) That's terrible. How do you even pick that? The Chiefs are going to crush them. All right, Buffalo. I like how we get to follow up with uh, back-to-back uh, teams here. Now we go to Mr. Brown's Raiders. I can't believe we're playing the Bills. Who are at home against the Bills. And 
The Bills are a three-point road favorite. Oh, and, and Vegas. And the giant Roomba and the You're Death Star. You're getting points at home. I'm going with the Raiders. You're taking your homer. I, I, I like it. I like the respect there. The I, Bills got to lose eventually. I'm taking the Bills. I, I mean, uh, Josh Allen's actually looked really sharp to start the year considering oh, yes. how he has last year. And I, I just think it's going to continue to roll, especially with that weak Raiders secondary. Dude, after Sunday's game, Josh Allen's last 14 games going back to last year. He's got 33 total touchdowns with only three interceptions. It's amazing. He played well in that game, took him down the field for the winning touchdown when he needed to. But here's the thing. With the Raiders playing in Vegas and Vegas making the lines, I will take them every time they play at home until they do me wrong. So you make your best Bills noise. (laughs) Uh, I do a Buffalo. (laughs) I don't know what the Buffalo Bill does. Or do I do a do a Silence of the Lambs? Aren't you like circling wagons? We can't drop things or something. We can't drop the F bomb on you. How about I put your ass through a table? Buffalo Bill, uh, you can't do that. Is it only if the table's on fire? Yeah, exactly. All right, that that works. All right, how about the Eagles? Here's the Sunday night game on the road to the Bay Area playing the Niners. The Niners are a seven point home favorite. I'll just go first. This is the easiest cover of the week for me. As of Thursday, the Eagles practice report today, they had one healthy wide receiver, and they got Mr. Glass. I love you, Carson. A quarterback. Mr. Glass. It's uh, an finally easy calling him that now. cover. Yeah, exactly. So you're going against the Eagles and your North Dakota boy. Yeah, I don't like it. I what thought these that, callers didn't run. What was that stat we posted about Nick Mullins being the third fastest something? Oh, that was ridiculous. Oh, yeah. Explain that to me. No, he's, he's He a, has the most... The third most passing yards in his first nine starts, or eight or nine starts in the history Mahomes of Mahomes and someone else. Mahomes uh, and uh, – I have to look it up. I just know Mullins was third. It was like yeah. Russell Wilson. No, Nick I don't know. Mullins was number three? Yep. Yep. Wow. I know, right? So he was wrong before they even brought in Jimmy G. So, so. I mean, I, he's not a bad backup apparently. I'm going Niners. All right, so that's a clean sweep across the board because Biggie decided to turn – Turn tail and, and abandon ship on Carson Wentz. You got to know glass. when you've hit that iceberg to you gotta know locate your lifeboat. <laughs> he walked away for sure. <laughs> <laughs> the final game of the week is Monday night. And if you're a Falcons fan, God have mercy on your soul. Because now they're potentially playing the hottest team in the league, the Green Bay Packers. Now, is this for four quarters or just two? We're playing four. So they didn't they didn't get their petition. So without even giving you the spread, I think I already know who you're picking. They didn't get their petition. No, they didn't. Right. It, it, it's not gone into effect yet. They're playing four Damn you, Goodell. 15 minute quarters. And the Falcons are a seven point road dog in Lambeau to the Packers. Oh, okay. I easily taking the Packers here. I will say this. If you're betting this game, first, you're a degenerate. Second, only bet that first half spread. Well, I don't even know how you would bet the first half spread. You can do it. Home team You points. can do it. What is it at a halftime? You can bet each half. So you're taking the Packers? No, you can bet each quarter. You're taking the Packers? Oh, yeah, I just want to make sure I got that right. Yeah, I am taking the Packers. What are you humming? On the drum all day. Is that what that is? All right, I'll win and guess this song. Who are you taking? Packers. Of course. Well, we didn't have too many lone wolves. It wasn't that different. And and you know what? We said I was going to start with the picks, but it just flows, guys. We just run with it how it is. We'll post these up like always. We did have one 
you know, person have the cojones to say that we were idiots and that he could beat us. And he posted his picks online. And I think the Padres are going to win this game. Tatis in another home run. Oh, my goodness. The Cardinals. Come on, baby. Anyway, back to the NFL picks. We had a, a, a top fan argue with us that we're idiots, and I think he finished even worse than you did no, on a bad He week. did, but he didn't even realize that it was against the spread. Well, that's, I would say that's that, That's what you say after you do real shitty when you talk to Yeah, you say that after you pick the games. When I posted all the spreads, you're like, oh, I didn't realize it was against the spread. Yeah. And then you still pick a week where you're only going to get four rights. Yeah. So I did beat him for the record. You, you did. He was terrible. In so, a bad week. But you know what? We're not going to talk smack because at least he had the marbles to yeah. come up and say what he was going to do. I can appreciate that. Uh, that. That means a lot, at least for me. I hope starting this week we all pick it up and do better like we did last year because we've struggled the first three weeks. We no, haven't struggled. I, I feel like, I feel like uh, we're doing better than last year. week for me. I feel like you all have come out like three weeks straight. You, Cons- it's we've good. Been consistent. You're good. We've been consistent. You you got yours out of the way, so you might be on fire now. We'll no, it's see how fine. It it's fine. I just got a little too cute. You got a little too big timbered. It's fine. It's you fine. just like it's making animal noises. Yeah. <laughs> it's cool. <laughs> I'm so damn good at it. <laughs> hey, the last thing I, I wanted to bring up before we go, we've had our coach bracket on, and we're down to the final four. And it doesn't even matter who's in the Final Four, right? Nebraska fans have hijacked our poll, and they're saying Tom Osborne is the best coach that's ever walked the planet in any major sport. Can someone please come out and vote for your favorite coach and knock Tom Osborne off? Because let's be real. He's against Vince Lombardi. He's not the best coach ever. He's not even the best college football coach ever. So let's, let's vote his ass out. There's on, no way he, should have been, he shouldn't have beat Coach K. On a side note, I will say the other side of the bracket – and the final four is Bill Belichick versus Phil Jackson. That's fantastic. Oh, that's amazing. That's a great matchup. That's a great. That's matchup. what happens when Nebraska fans don't hijack an entire bracket. Yeah, I agree. I mean, Tom Osborne is one of the greatest college coaches ever. Won eighty three percent of his games, three national titles. He's no slouch. He did great things for many number of years. He is not the greatest coach in the history of sports. I really thought that. Uh, the last matchup here against Coach K is where Tom O would finally. Yeah, Tom Osborne beat Mike Krzyzewski. <laughs> I just say Coach K because I know I can't say his name. It's Krzyzewski, but I just like calling so him Krzyzewski. Who, who's Osborne against now? Osborne is going against Vince Lombardi. So it would have been Coach K versus Lombardi. It would have been Phil Jackson versus Bill Belichick. Bill Ch- Belichick. So that. I could have respected that Final Four. Well, even on the other side, if Lombardi wouldn't have won, it would have been John Wooden, yeah, who I yeah, can't yeah. believe isn't in the Final so Four. So we had a fan actually say that I'm putting this poll because it should have been Lombardi and Wooden on separate sides well, of the Well, you bracket. should have busted your ass to try to get more people to help your call. Amen. There you go. We can't do it because then we're showing favoritism. We can only rely on the fans to do it, and Nebraska took it way too literal. Yeah, it was crazy. It's out of control. But anyway – Congratulations, maybe, to Tom Osborne. He might walk away with this, but we're telling you now, get out there and vote. Your vote counts. Dr. This Tom. is election season, and we we want to hear from you. And we also have a special episode airing this weekend of the podcast with LeVon Kirkland, former linebacker of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Me and Biggie talked to him today. He was fantastic. And, you know, it's just always fun to hear about a story from an NFL player when you talk about coming up from high school to Clemson, to the NFL's to coaching, and then some of the personal stuff. It was a really fun conversation. Yep. Yeah, he had a lot of good stuff to share. Clemson University Hall of Fame, two-time. Ring of uh, Honor. 
all pro. Now those 90 Steelers teams that revived the Steelers brought back Steel Curtain. He had some good stories to tell there as far as uh, some of the other guys he was sharing that linebacker room with. I mean, that, that was like an amazing defense, that 3-4 Kevin Green, Greg Lloyd, Rod Woodson in the secondary, and then LeVon Kirkland in the middle. This dude was a 6-2, 280-pound linebacker that ran like a 4-8. Like, good luck, man. Yeah, there wasn't a whole lot of guys his size that played linebacker in the 90s, and nowadays there's nobody at that size you're playing D-end. That, that's that's the end of it. Yeah, he would probably D-tackle, actually, now. <laughs> but yeah. either way, it is what it is. Ladies and gentlemen, we enjoy the fact that you give us some opportunity to come into your ears and listen to this podcast each and every week. If you're not a regular listener, make sure you subscribe. You can find us anywhere our podcasts are available. This has been the We Don't Know Sports Podcast. Have a good weekend, and we will see you next week.